0: This week's blog post is titled, Disability Insurance for Doctors, How Much Income Should I Protect? Written by Corey Janoff. One of the most overlooked components of financial planning for doctors is income protection, i.e. disability insurance. As a physician, income is the linchpin that holds your entire financial world together. Unless you're already financially independent and do not need to work anymore, you probably rely heavily on your earnings. If this is the case, you should probably do everything in your power to make sure that you protect your income. Not protecting your income is the equivalent of having two-time Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and not putting an offensive line out on the field to protect him. His coach, Andy Reid, would not run plays with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and 10 wide receivers. He's one hit away from being out for the season. So the coaching staff makes sure to put An offensive line of protection in front of their most important asset. For the same reasons football teams put a protective line in front of their quarterbacks, you should put a protective shield around your income. If you lose your income, you'll have a lot of trouble winning in this game called life. Like Mahomes, Physicians are specialized and have put a lot of time, money, and effort into the ability to earn a nice income to set yourself and family up for long-term success. If that income is derailed due to an injury or illness, your financial plan will also be derailed if you are not properly protected with disability insurance for physicians specifically. How much income protection do I need? Glad you asked. It's quite simple to calculate. To figure it out, we need to know several things. Your current monthly expenses, the amount you need to invest each month to be able to retire by a reasonable age, I would say your mid-60s at the latest, and any additional anticipated expenses if you lose your job due to health reasons, such as increased medical costs and out-of-pocket health insurance premiums. So number one, monthly expenses. This includes your rent or mortgage, utilities, car payments, food, groceries, home and auto insurance, umbrella insurance, life insurance, student loan payments, child-related expenses, and any miscellaneous expenses, including some fun money. Number two, retirement savings. Calculating this is an inexact science, because we don't know how long we will live We don't know what expenses might look like in retirement and we don't know what our future investment returns will be however most financial advisors recommend investing at least 20 percent of gross income for retirement purposes you can read more about it in our post how much money does a doctor need to retire number three anticipated expenses due to job loss This one is also tough to predict, but if you lose your job, you probably lose your health insurance at work. If you need to purchase health insurance on your own outside of work and have health issues, it can be quite expensive. Also, you'll probably have an increase in monthly costs to cover health-related expenses like prescriptions, treatment, therapy, insurance deductibles, etc. Alright, show me some examples. Assume you currently have $4,000 of monthly living expenses. You and your financial planner have determined you need to be investing $1,500 per month in order to retire sometime in your mid-60s. If you have to purchase health insurance on your own and have an increase in out-of-pocket medical expenses, let's assume that will add an additional $1,000 a month to your budget. By adding those three figures up, we get a monthly income protection need of $6,500. So if you're looking to protect your income, be sure to get a policy with at least a $6,500 monthly benefit, tax-free. And ideally, tack on an inflation rider to the policy so that if you are permanently disabled, benefits will increase to account for inflation. Let's look at another scenario. Let's assume you currently have $7,000 of monthly expenses. You need to save $2,500 a month to hit your retirement goals. And we anticipate $1,000 a month of additional health care expenses if you become disabled. You should probably get a policy that pays $10,500 of monthly benefit. Ideally, these policies adjust for inflation as costs of living will increase over time. What if my spouse also earns income? That's excellent! If you are a dual income earning couple, you may not need as much income protection coverage. However, it is still prudent to estimate each spouse's share of the total household expenses. You can run through the above exercise and multiply your percentage of the household income by the total expenses slash retirement savings need. If you and your spouse earn $400,000 a year combined for a round number, maybe you earn 280,000 70% and your spouse earns 120,000 30% of the total. If your total combined household expenses plus retirement savings plus medical expenses are 16,000 a month, you should get 70% of 16,000 in disability income benefit and your spouse should get 30% of 16,000 in disability income benefit. Therefore, you would get a policy with an $11,200-a-month benefit, and your spouse would get a policy with a 4800 dollars per month benefit. Based on incomes, the above individuals would each likely qualify for a larger monthly benefit, but because they live below their means, they don't need to protect 100% of their incomes. How do I get a disability insurance policy? First, you may have access to an employer sponsored group long term disability insurance policy through your employer. Employer provided coverage is not guaranteed, but most larger institutions offer some sort of free or inexpensive disability insurance benefit that you can enroll in. Typically, group plans only cover a portion of your gross income up to a capped benefit amount. For example, maybe 50% of your gross income, up to $10,000 per month. Group disability insurance benefit is almost always taxable when paid out as well. If you are earning $300,000 a year, and your monthly gross income is 200, excuse me, $25,000 per month, and your approximate take-home pay after taxes is $16,667 per month, if you are disabled and only had the group benefit listed above, you would take home about $6,667 of monthly benefit. Here's the math. Since your gross income is above the $10,000 cap, you would receive the $10,000 benefit, and after approximate taxes are taken out, you would receive about two-thirds of that, equaling about $6,667. If you go from taking home 16,667 a month to now only taking home 6,667 a month, most likely you will not be able to cover your monthly fixed expenses save for retirement and cover additional medical expenses. So what are your options? You need an individual own occupation disability insurance policy to cover the gaps in group coverage. With an individual disability insurance policy, it is your own policy that you can take with you at at any employer. It is designed to cover your full take-home income. If you are fully protected in this scenario above with an additional policy, you would expect to have a $10,000 policy in order to ensure that you are taken home the same amount that you were pre-disability. These policies are typically designed to pay a benefit into normal retirement, usually mid-60s, sometimes age 70, and allow you to increase your policy as you change employers or increase your income. Individual disability insurance requires that you go through medical screening, and cost typically increases with age. So typically we don't get any older Excuse me, typically we don't get any younger and healthier, so look into coverage as soon as possible, because the longer you wait to secure it, the more expensive it will be. If you would like help seeing which disability insurance company may be the best fit for you, feel free to contact us and speak with one of our independent financial advisors who can assist you in this process. The future is difficult to predict because we do not know what the future holds for us. If you are early on in your career, it's probably smart to protect as much income as possible, even if you don't rely on 100% of your income. Nobody likes paying for unnecessary insurance. However, if you become sick or injured and are unable to work, you'll be thankful to have that additional cash flow. I've never heard anyone say, I wish I had less money. If you don't already have a solid disability insurance policy that protects your income, if you can't do your job, go get one now, please. You'll thank me if you ever need to use it. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Finity Group and Cambridge are not affiliated.